I got the cushion under my ass this time. <clears throat> Welcome back to Finding New Films. Uh, this time it is episode 11. Bang. Uh, little scope thing. Uh, okay, not too much of that. <laughs> we got like four seconds yeah, before yeah, the copyright yeah. comes in. Right. Uh, Trevor's back on uh, emergency podcast. He's got his coffee. Welcome yeah, apparently back. I was on call this week. <laughs> David is under the weather. Um, he was, we were gonna film this weekend and he, uh, came down with the sickness and, uh, <laughs> and he couldn't make it, tried to postpone it a little bit, maybe see if he could get it back, and he couldn't do it still, so. So he's never going to be on the show ever again. Yeah, he's banned, um, never again. Unless there's nobody else for next week. I don't work with divas, and that's just the bottom line. <laughs> um, so, say goodbye to David. Uh, you know, <laughs> Trevor, the Iron Horse, um... You know, I'm just putting everything on my on my shoulders right now. Uh, a lot of other people in my position, they'd feel a ton of pressure, but you know right. what? Shit happens. Right. You gotta pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. And just make shit make shit work, you know? Yeah. I, I rose in ground today. <laughs> rose and growed. We wanna send all of our um I guess prayers to David. Um, sure. <laughs> you can pray. Yeah, yeah, pray for David. Um, like, I'm praying that people keep on watching these videos. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to keep on going. If you can see this, it. Okay, uh, I can't see it. Uh, well, what's it say? It says Casino Royale. And that was the movie that you picked. Uh, I don't know, man. I didn't watch that shit. <laughs> wait, wait. We watched James. I thought we were just doing like a little chit-chat. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just talking. This is a podcast about movies? <laughs> Where am I? I listened to the Casino Royale. Finding new films. I listened to the Casino Royale soundtrack. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't watch a fucking movie. I, no, I've seen this movie like ten times. <laughs> new? It came out in 2006. <laughs> What the fuck? I mean, what the fuck? Yo, get with the times, bro. You're way behind. Sheltered ass motherfucker. <laughs> wow, but yeah, you picked this movie. Why'd you pick this movie? Uh, <laughs> I wanted to see people die. Okay. Uh, and was a little bit disappointed because not that many people died. Yeah. Um. But I I just had never seen a Bond movie and. I feel like, despite having never seen any of those movies, I kind of knew what to expect, and I was totally right. <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, there was a lot less Bulgarian hate than right. there is in the novels, but he was he was James Bond, all right. I mean, props to Daniel Craig. He was that asshole. Like, yeah. I mean, James Bond is a dick. Yeah, he's a sexist asshole. Um, he's just mean, yeah. in general, to everybody. You know he does Benoit Blanc to make up for all the sexist stuff in uh, <laughs> in James Bond. It's <laughs> it's genuinely like it's it's a little a little weird at points. 
Um, yeah. And I've got a whole list of just like the, t- <laughs> the sexism. We'll, we'll get into. I've, it. I'm documenting. We'll get into. Well, because it's something that yeah. when you first brought up the Bechdel test and we watched Clerks, I was like, let me keep an eye out for like how just you know misogynistic or not these movies that I pick are. And this is probably the worst. <laughs> Worse than Psycho. And that, I mean, for a movie that came out in 1960, you gotta yeah. try pretty hard to just be a little bit more uh, yeah. in your face with the, like, women? They're barely even people. <laughs> it's, it's, a little, uh, it's a little unnerving, uh, this movie, but it's just like... Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the, the women will be sex pieces. And, it's like, uh, and um, even when I went in expecting that, I was still a bit... It was still a bit jarring. I thought it was going to be a little bit more, like, well done. Or, yeah. like, you know, at least make her seem like she was making her own choices. Yeah. No. She's just kind of dragged around for all the traumatic shit yeah. that happened to her. It's just like, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for the ride. It's like, uh, I guess I kind of spoiled how this movie would go for myself by having watched Austin Powers. Yeah. Because it was literally just like Austin Powers, but not funny. So in, by that metric, <laughs> if you were thinking about watching James Bond movies, but you haven't seen any Austin Powers, just go watch Austin Powers. Yeah. It's better. Um, yeah. It's Pretty it's much funny. every way. I mean, the writing is about on par yeah. as far as the actual <laughs> actual dialogue. <laughs> it's about as good. <laughs> I think Austin Powers is a bit more clever. Genuinely, at points, I think it is. Yeah, um, it, 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 it's pretty. Hey, we'll get know. into that. Um, see, I'm just gonna go through the credits, and then I'm not reading the plot. Uh, we, we discussed this before the podcast, and I'm not reading the plot. Yeah, if you go over the cast, I'll break down the plot in about four bullet points. <laughs> just, yeah, we'll do that. Okay, so runtime on this: 144 minutes. A whopping two and a half <laughs> hours. Way two, too long. Two hours, 34 minutes. Um, writers, writers, the fucking, the crew of writers on this. I think this is why this movie feels the way it does. This movie is written by three people. Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, and Paul Haggis. Don't know how involved the three of them were, how much more involved one was than the other, but... Three writers, never really a good formula to begin with. You know what they say. Three's a crowd. Right? Yeah, that's what they say. Oh, what, what? I, I don't know. I, I kind of, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> three, you know, I just throw a line out there, see if you get a few bites, and hey, I, I caught a fish. Three's yeah. company, right? Three's company. Yeah, um, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, directed by Martin Campbell, and... Excuse me. Scored by uh, David Arnold. Um, camera done by uh, Phil Mayhew. Uh, and then... Actors. The stars, Daniel Craig and Eva Green. And then the cast is filled out by Judy Dench, Mads Mikkelsen, Simon uh, Abkarian, Katerina Marino, Jesper Christensen, and Giancarlo Giannini. Uh, yeah. Oh, That's the credits. She did just watch still. Good for her. I I honestly thought she was dead. Same. Good for her. Proud man. of you, Judy. 
Keep on chucking. I liked her character in this movie. She was cool. She was cool. She was the only person to call out James for anything. Even though at the end of the day, she's kind of like, ah. I I didn't catch Mathis' name when they first said Mathis. I was like, that's her name. (laughs) Also, yeah, I had that exact same bit of confusion. but, But also, that guy, Mathis, with his accent and everything, the last name I would have chosen for him. I mean, I mean, like, you know. Salvatore. Yeah, like... Or, uh... Anything else? Like... Uh, Tony. <laughs> but just a little, like little bit Like Soprano. Of, yeah. The Gabagool. The Gabagool. That would have worked. Like, literally anything slightly exotic would have worked. But just Mathis was kind of weird. It was pretty weird. It was... I mean, the dude looked like, uh... He could have been Demetrios. <laughs> but the other guy was fucking Demetrios. <laughs> They made a less important character have a more... The fucking main... Matt Mickelson was known as Le Chief, which just means fucking, like, The Matrix. What does it mean? I don't know. I thought it was a dumb name. The Cypher. It means The, the cipher, cipher or The Digit. He really... I mean, Mads was great. I thought his whole look as a villain was cool. Because I guess, like, the thing with Bond villains is they've always got some kind of weird deformity. Or something. Yeah. And that's because they're weirdos. Because they're always weird. They're always just weird motherfuckers. <laughs> but yeah, he cried blood out of one eye, which is pretty cool. I'll that's give him that. Bad. That was pretty badass. That is pretty cool. I mean, like, if I was playing poker with a guy, he started, he looked at me, he just <laughs> starts crying blood. I was like, all right, I'm folding. I'm just going to deal me out. I'm, I'm done, dog. Yo, what the fuck? Are you good? Dude, are you all right? <laughs> Man's been doing crack. I mean, what do you even have to do to just bleed out of your eye like that? Uh, he explained it early in the movie. I think uh, his like duct was uh, his duct was broken or something like that. Basically, he, gave, he like, cried his fucking eyes out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Until he fucking he just ran him raw and yeah. asked blood. Break down the plot real quick though. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I'm just gonna assume this is the same for any Bond movie, but. Uh, Bond's on a mission at the very beginning. He gets in trouble. Yep. And he fucked up real bad. So then he's got to go rogue. This oh. is bullet point two. He's gone rogue, doing shit on his own. And then he gets lucky and actually gets on the trail of the guy that he's tailing. And then, bam, he's thrown into this uh, big high-stakes poker game. Da-da-da, Casino Royale. And it's fucking millions of dollars on the line. And uh, they're trying to basically prevent the terrorists from getting the money that he needs to fund other terrorists. Something like that. And then four, they beat the guy. Then there's a confrontation. The guy dies. And then Bond, with his girl of the movie, run off. And they're going to live happily forever. He's like, I'm retiring. It's done. And then she betrays him and dies. Wow. And then he's like, well, I'm back in for the next mission. (laughs) (laughs) And then that just sets up um, Quantum Solace from there. And that's the next movie. And that, that's it, pretty much. I mean, that's the synopsis right there. Um, and I've, if you've seen any Austin Powers, again, that is every Austin Powers movie. <laughs> so I was pretty well equipped to understand, like, oh, I know what's going to happen next. Because yeah. after Mads Mikkelsen and their whole conversation confrontation is over, it's like, there's 30 minutes of movie left. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's enough time for him to bang her. Because even though she hated him the whole movie, now she's in love with him. Just in time for her to stab him in the back mm-hmm. and then be like, well, actually, it was to save you and then die. 
<laughs> yeah, I... I'm not buying that shit. I don't know, man. I don't know how much I care for the last, like, 45 <laughs> I was really checked out after Mads Mikkelsen got domed. Yeah, like, I was like, that was supposed to be the end for me. I was like, give I me thought, a quick wrap up with Judy Dench, and then let's go. Like, so I'm supposed to be. I don't know, man. It's just like, okay, so I guess we fully fleshed out. Like, I guess we we haven't even really spent two hours with Mads Mikkelsen. We really spent an hour <laughs> with him. I haven't really fleshed out his character too much. We don't know much about him. All I know is he's pretty good at poker. He he takes money from bad people and he puts it into stocks and he make more money for bad people and like that's like that is a bad thing. I'm not trying to like <laughs> I'm not trying to overlook that, you know. Yeah, what I mean? no. But like it's it's just funny to me in the movie how it's portrayed, uh that like, you know, this guy's fucking ruthless and it's like he plays poker <laughs> yeah honestly it, it seems to me like before you this, don't see him like do anything ruthless it, until he uh, like before this whole movie he was just a glorified like accountant like he was just yeah. like a, a shady investment banker that's right. all he really was he doesn't do anything crazy until the torture scene really yeah no, that was like, like okay he is kind of and i mean like that was pretty demented that was i mean sure you gotta act tough to do his job yeah. but I really just thought it was like his like it was just really funny to me when the realization was like oh he lost all that money because of like the bond shenanigans that he got up to earlier and getting that guy's wife to talk and all that stuff so he lost all that money shorting stocks and now he owes all these warlords but it's like so his big plan he didn't have any money stashed away he didn't like he was like I'm gonna bet all of my money on this scheme going right it's like you just made a huge gamble and fucked up. And you're like, well, I'm going to make another huge gamble and go play this fucking poker game and yeah. possibly waste 15 million more dollars if I lose. Which, like, it's the government's money, which it would be pretty funny to hear, like, oh, this agent lost $25 million. I'm like, everyone's money to terrorism. It was, uh, it was so weird. It was like, like, it's such a weird plot setup. Yeah. Like I don't doubt that these super rich people play high stakes poker games behind the scenes, but like, why is that this like international like criminal fundraiser guy? Why is that his best way to get a hundred million dollars? Yeah, it was like there's no other way for me to do this. Yeah, I have no idea. It's like you're not selling <laughs> weapons or drugs or. <laughs> Like anything else? That would, like, yeah. That was nope. My I put thing. my whole life savings on that fucking short stock, and they fucked me over. It's like you're not very good at this. Why is everyone so threatened by you? This guy couldn't think to be like, oh well. I Maybe mean, I already have that. dirty money, so why don't I just get into dirty business? And he's just like, uh, well, you know, no. I mean, you can just launder it like in a normal way. Yeah, I don't know. That first kill was brutal, though. Um, yeah. Actually, my first thought upon starting the movie, and I was like, oh, great, I chose another black and white film. <laughs> like, it just keeps on happening. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm glad that that was not the case, to be honest with you. I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, that was really sick. I mean, he fucking was strangling him with, like, his tie and drowning him in the water. And then, of course, he still wasn't dead, so he fucking shot him. And he did the classic, like, da I, I, like said, I, I had the ah the muzzle thing oh the other cool part about his because I guess to become a double O the thing is you have to kill two people 
So it's like you're getting a license to kill, but you have to kill people first. <laughs> so it's like you're encouraging Bond to go rogue at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this the guy that he kills in the office is like, he's about to say like, well, the second one, you know, is always easier because they were talking about how hard it is to kill a man. Yeah. And the second one is always, and he's <laughs> like much easier. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's really easy. When like okay, just... look, I think if it had been somebody else, he might have had a little bit of a harder time killing a second person. But that guy was being a real asshole. <laughs> It's like, he doesn't know how long Bond has even been in his office. Does he really think Bond didn't think to check his, like, right-hand drawer for (laughs) gun? Anything. He was like, oh my god, a gun! (laughs) Oh, I've never... I didn't know you had a gun! This double agent that has a gun hidden. In his right-hand drawer that's unlocked. (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I liked that stylized, like, intro sequence. Yeah. It went on too long. Yeah. Like everything else in this movie. But it was really cool. I liked the style. It was all based on, like, you know, uh, playing card art. Like, I thought that was really neat. It reminded me of the the old iPod commercial. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very like all those silhouettes i thought it was it was very colorful yeah where, where people were dancing yeah it looks like, like it was just it reminded me of just dance you know that was awesome i did like it the song though oh my god that original song by chris cornell horrid yeah <laughs> it was so bad it was so bad it was amazing Oh my god! Also, I, I I was like, oh my god, please end. I think it was right as the intro ended, and it went back to like real life, and they zoomed in on Daniel yeah. Craig. Didn't his eyes look like unnaturally blue? His eyes, this whole movie, looked crazy. Like blue. I don't think his eyes generally look like that. I, I think they legit edited. It. I they, they played I, with that a little bit. I mean, I've seen Knives Out and, and Glass Onion, and his eyes are not that He looks like a fucking White Walker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looked like... He looked, he looked like, like an like ice he zombie. Looked, yeah, he looked like he had white eyes. Like, it was it was. Like, yo, crazy was that a fucking point. lich? <laughs> <laughs> yo, I think that's a necromancer that's risen from the dead. <laughs> it was really cool to see Mads Mikkelsen as a bad guy. Uh, he's, he, you know, out of his character for him. <laughs> So yeah, so very character. new thing. Well, right off the bat, I noticed like, oh, he's in Uganda. He's, <laughs> he's investing in a warlord, and there's children all around with AK-47s. It's like this motherfucker knew about Coney about six years before Joseph Coney. He knew about this motherfucker. They could have got his ass. I mean, it was clearly based on fucking Coney. Yeah. So I'm just saying, people knew. They just didn't want you to know. Yeah, they they uh they framed that Coney twenty twelve guy masturbating in the bathroom. Yeah, no, he didn't do it. He it was actually it. it was actually all Coney. Justice for Coney twenty twelve guy. Uh, <laughs> that I that was a joke. Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck him. I hope he rots in prison and he's probably out. It was, just in, it was just in decent exposure. He was probably like a twenty. Like I don't know. He probably didn't even go to prison. Hey, he got some decent exposure. <laughs> hey, come on now. <laughs> uh, and then after that, where do we go next? Madagascar. Yeah. That yeah, that's where he's. <laughs> that's where I love that it was like a mongoose and a snake fighting yeah. in a pit, and it's like they're all betting on it, and like yeah. what? 
mongooses or mongeese, I mean, are, are specifically the one thing I know about mongooses is that they kill and eat snakes like on the reg. Like mm-hmm. that's like their main source of food. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the people in Madagascar were unaware or if the directors were unaware when they made this movie, but like that's a, I would bet on the mongoose every fucking time. The snake it, is not going to win. And it is it is a fight. It is like a like a seven times out of ten the the, the mongoose wins. Like I'm saying this, if you if you grew up, oh no, look if you grew up watching Animal Planet, you know that a mongoose, uh, mongoose beats snake, tiger beats anything. You know it's just simple rules. Yeah. They could have done the slightest bit of research. You're probably right. I mean, come on, who's gonna bet on that? Anyway. I love the, the there's this guy who's working with Bond for all of two seconds and he majorly fucked up the operation as <laughs> get your fucking hand off your ear it's like why would he even have his hand on his ear in the first place that's not how they work you're wired in the whole that time that killing me oh my god he was like what what are you talking about and he was like I need him alive and he so was just keep like a low profile what? <laughs> what did you say? Person you said the guy with the burn mark on his face, right? <laughs> that one over there? He's like looking at Bond. That one over there? He's in Madagascar. It's <laughs> like, look, you're already a white dude in Madagascar. Yeah, he's a white dude in Madagascar. Just being like, that guy over there? <laughs> that one? Just pointing everything. I just touched my mic. But he's like pointing at everything. It's just like, bruh, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Hey, dude, I bet on the snake this round. What do you think my chances are? I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Is this a spy? Did they just bring a guy from the London PD? Like, what is going on? <laughs> it's just Judy Dench's nephew. <laughs> he's like, oh, just treat, treat him. Just be soft on him because he's just. He's not there fully. He's yeah. a good. He's a he's a good kid. He's good. He's got a good heart. He's good, a good, <laughs> um, and then immediately it turns into a cool, pretty cool chase. I feel like it was super convoluted. Why did that bulldozer have bulletproof glass? <laughs> <laughs> it is Madagascar, I guess. I don't know if that's like anything like <laughs> that would you know, make Uganda me think there's less of a chance, though. <laughs> Just. It was also weird how he's like looking around. And was like, well, I was keeping up with this guy pretty good on foot, but I decided to just stop and stare at him running for a few <laughs> seconds and let him get away. And then I was like, oh, this fucking bulldozer. And it's like, yeah, fuck this developing country's new construction. I'm going to just <laughs> tank it. Bro, it's probably oh, the only what? big bulldozer they have in that city. And he's like, I'm going to destroy this. I'm going to destroy all these projects they're working on in the name of getting this guy. That one guy fell off the scaffolding. He wasn't then, doing anything. And then the bomb fell on top of him. He exploded. He was de- he's dead. He, he wasn't was doing gone. anything wrong. <laughs> he was just there. He he got in front of uh, the guy that the um, bond was chasing to like be like, hey man, stop! Like, like you're on a construction guessing. site. It's dangerous here. Yeah, like no one's supposed yeah. to be here. He got pushed down like eight. <laughs> Eight stories, and then he gets a bomb <laughs> thrown on top of. <laughs> and he was already about to be crippled for the rest of his life. At least he died an easy death, and he didn't have to suffer. But God, <laughs> there no. was no reason for it. What were we gonna need he do? Didn't do anything wrong? 
Poor guy, man. Oh, I love when they were up on the crane, which, like, this guy is so desperate to get away. He's like, I'm going to crawl up in this fucking crane. Like, yeah. couldn't assume that he's got any parkour or, like, acrobatic experience. <laughs> he's like, I'm crawling all the way up this thing, I'm jumping onto the next one, and I'm jumping onto this building, and I'm getting on the fucking ground. I loved that they, like, differentiated the athleticism. Yes, I wrote that down. This guy was parkouring through gaps and, like, walls and jumping through windows yeah. and shit. And Bond is blasting through the <laughs> drywall with his shoulder. And just like... <clears throat> yeah, the guy, the guy like, does a uh, does like a side... He, does, like, jumps off the wall, like, with one foot and goes down one story... And Bond just finds a hole in the hole in the floor and slides into it. My favorite one, besides Bond busting through a fucking wall, <laughs> like it was nothing. Like he was like a Kool Aid Man. Yeah, I love how they made the that stunt guy do that crazy ass stunt to like get through that tiny little piece of the wall, and then <laughs> they were like, "Okay, uh, Daniel, you're just gonna blast." Yeah, we just want him blast through the drywall. Just paper mache. But besides that one, was the one where the dude, is, the bomb maker, is sprinting. And then he, like, jumps through, like, a burned-out, like, empty car. And then Bond just runs around the car. <laughs> that was fun. I love so hard when He I just runs it. around it. When they couldn't have cut, like, just be like, oh, I'm still chasing him. Like, uh, it, that was that was great. Reminded me of the chase scene in the Obi-Wan show. In that first episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also, a great callback to, um, <laughs> I need this guy alive. The first thing Bond says to his partner, and then after blowing up an embassy, fucking killing a bunch of dudes, just like saying fuck diplomatic immunity, lethal weapon ain't got shit on me, he fucking has the guy and he just fucking blasts him away. Like, fuck it. He pushes him back, shoots him, and then blows up a bomb. <laughs> he does what that guy was gonna do. He just did it. Bond is an international terrorist. And then, and then through the course of that, he fucking, uh, he fucking, okay, so he shoots the fucking propane tank, right? Then he, uh, he, all those people fall down, right? They're, like, dead, supposedly. Then a few of them, like, stand up like they're okay. And then it cuts over to where Bond is supposed to be, and he's not there. And the doors are, like, open now? Because, like, he's made it. Like, like the doors have blown open. Right. But all these people aren't dead. But this explosion is big enough to blow the... It was. It didn't make a lot of sense. Hey, they just got scared and they fell over, and they laid there for a second. You know, Pussy. they were just they were scared. They just didn't know what hit him. I was totally expecting like the just him going rogue and like fucking shit up for no reason. It was wasn't going to be addressed because I was like, well, that's just kind of what spies do, right? But actually, it seemed like for a minute there, like there were going to be some real consequences for what he did, and they're like, I just go to the Bahamas for a few days. <laughs> Shame on thee. Go on a nice tropical vacation and fuck some married women. <laughs> that's what he does. What? What? Am I a bad guy? Uh, Am I a bad, bad guy? guy? Like, there's this whole thing about how, like, he's like, well, I took out one, you know, there's one less bomb maker in the world. He's like, yeah, but he would have given up information for us to fucking stop the production of bombs 
in general. And he's like, yeah, well, I still think I did the right thing. That bitch is dead. I mean, like, when he knows he's in trouble with his boss, instead of, like, reporting and being like, I'm so sorry, it's got out of hand, blah, blah, he breaks into her house <laughs> and just waits for her. And just, like, like threatens her. It's like, dude, like, for all she knows, you brought to fucking murder her. Yeah. So it's kind of great. It's kind of amazing that she's just like, ah, you. Dench had a great Daddy. line where she said, uh, Christ, I missed the Cold War. <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. You know, don't, y'all. Right? We're about to be in one, the fucking this yeah, plane that gets this, shot This Cold out. War is heating up. Yeah, this Cold War is heating up quickly. I think we are about to hit a break. If I'm reading that correctly. I'm trying to read the camera. I'm not staring quick, directly. I'm just going to say this movie called it. And James Bond was implanted with a government tracking chip in his arm. So, like, you know. They That's where we're they, headed, America. They predicted the 5G. Get ready. That's where we're headed. I hope my chip is. I hope my chip is sour cream and onion. I'm becoming more of a sour cream and cheddar guy lately. Hmm. Just like my mother. Sorry? <laughs> I didn't say anything. That was just a big observation. <clears throat> But anyway, we'll see. Uh, what? Just like you're taking a dig at me. That's all, dude. No digs were taken. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be back right after the break. Um, I'm gonna grab another beer and we're gonna talk about the absurdity of this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a bit more to cover. Yeah. Alrighty. See. You. This is costing me a lot of money right now. This podcast has costed me too damn much money. Hey man, this costed me my fucking Thursday night. My prized Thursday night. (laughs) This podcast has costed me my fucking... Fucking sanity. So, I mean, at this point we've pretty much covered... The whole intro. Yeah. And like what the setup for the movie. And then we can kind of just bullet point the whole middle yeah. part. I love the whole double O. I love all that spy tech in the movie. The it's car so was, absurd. The car was fucking cool. <laughs> it's so was absurd. It? Aston Martin. Yeah. That car was badass. Yeah. It was a badass car. Um, his. What was it? Did he ever even use, like, any of his fucking guns? I don't know. Like, besides the very beginning, did he ever even shoot anybody with the Walther PPK? Like, that's, like, the Bond gun. I don't even know if he shot anybody with it. He pulled it out a bunch. Um, Like, when they fought the two guys at the hotel, he didn't use it. Yeah. I can't honestly remember him fighting anybody else until the very end of the fucking movie. Yeah, so from here on out, it was just very boring. <laughs> I mean, the so, scenes with Mads Mikkelsen were cool. Yeah. Um, I hated every second of dialogue between, uh, what's it, Eva Green? Eva Green? Eva Green, yeah. I hated every second of dialogue between her and yeah. Daniel Craig. I hated all of it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Because even though he looked much younger in 2006 than he does now, he was still pretty old-looking compared to Eva Green. Yeah. And um, he would just talk to her like an absolute asshole. Yeah. yeah, you're an orphan, I bet. 
<laughs> she's like, I bet you are. And he's like, <clears throat> yeah, he's like, <clears throat> this bitch. Um, he yeah. did call her a bitch later. Yeah. And a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, you know, the best cover for me possible is if we just make out a lot. <laughs> that'll that'll be a great cover. I was like, okay, I, I guess. And then he just immediately gets to the hotel. I was like, my name's actually James Bond. <laughs> World's greatest secret agent. <laughs> yeah, I, I work for MI6, you know? <laughs> British Secret Service. I actually just got started. I'm a newly promoted double O. Um, brother, calm down. I have notes that say, wow, what a nice Ford Fusion trademark. And, oh, wow, he's navigating his GPS on his Sony trademark cell phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, and his Sony Vio laptop. <laughs> oh, and then the guy tosses him the keys to that Range Rover trademark. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It wasn't... I only really noticed the Sony stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, there was some pretty blatant um, product placement here. I love the girl riding in the white stallion. Just for no reason. Like, why does she have a horse? Just, you know, horsing around. But yeah, that was awesome. Um, there was, was a also a, a shot that was really, really, really cool of, um, I think it was Mads Mikkelsen's, like, girlfriend getting out of the water. It was really pretty. Yeah. That shot on the that, water that with the nice. sunset. That was pretty as hell. Yeah, that was a good one. But yeah, I just wanted to highlight that. Um, once we got to the actual poker playing part of the movie, I was like, kind of wish I knew how to play poker right about now. <laughs> so I don't really know. <laughs> I had that in my notes. I said, like, not liking poker makes this movie kind of insufferable. Yeah, I'm like, like I really. It's like, I've played a lot of poker, yeah. and I just, I bet irresponsibly and like they yeah. even say in the movie it's, it's totally luck and it's like well then how come this guy's so fucking good at it yeah it's like if it's just straight up luck then he's still winning though but like wouldn't you have to fold a lot if you knew you weren't gonna win the I don't fucking get it poker's dumb yeah. gambling is stupid call a fucking helpline if you gamble consistently yeah. cause you're sick yeah um <laughs> yeah <laughs> you go to an institution uh, let's talk about how he this so he talks to this guy. Uh, what is this, what is the guy's name? In the I think it's Demetrios, right? The the first guy that he connects. Oh, that he to, tracks down. Yeah, to Mickelson. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about how he won this dude's fucking Aston Martin in a poker game. Then he <laughs> steals his girl <laughs> on the way out. <laughs> By honestly, again, being an ass, just being a complete asshole. Then he learns through his girl that he's going to the museum. So he's like, oh, well, fuck, I gotta go to the museum then. Goes to the museum, kills him, leaves his body <laughs> in the museum. <laughs> he's, he just killed him and left him in public. He's just dead. In a public, like, and, and it was so obvious that they were fighting. It was like, interrogate him. It was what? like, yeah, interrogate I'm going to murder him and leave him there. Same problem as before. He's going to fucking kill him. Yeah, I don't. Dude got cucked and then he got capped. It was just like, damn, dog. I was, he got, well, he, not only that, he got, he got embarrassed at the table. Then he got cucked. Then he got capped. 
And then his, like, corpse was, like, desecrated. <laughs> that, was, that was just the most insanely disrespectful thing. And then his wife was killed anyway. And I'm supposed And 007's the protagonist of this movie. Yeah, he's the driving force for good. Like... Uh, yeah. Um, and then, then she got fucking mutilated. She got fucked up. <laughs> he died and got up. fucking cocooned in a fucking uh, in a, a fucking hammock. hammock. Yeah, no, she she got she got murked pretty hard. That was actually like I felt bad because she didn't fucking really do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, and then uh, from there it's just. They're at the Casino Royale. And he's... There's that one gas truck scene where he has to stop Oh, the yeah, gas he truck. stops the guy from buying the gas truck. I'm going to be honest with you, that scene turned me off a lot. I was, it was way too long. It was over-edited. The stakes didn't feel very high to me. Yeah, it's like... Uh... Like, yeah, that's what screwed over Mads Mikkelsen and set up the poker game, like, to where he yeah. would have to play in it in the first place. But, I mean, and I, it's not that I... I didn't need they all did of a, the scenes at the hotel to set up what that was. They, they could have just led into that. They did a bad job of making that all feel connected and like, you know, the, this event leads to this event leads to this event. They should have started the movie. It just felt like a bunch of random shit happening. Yeah, I think maybe it would have felt better if it was like the movie started with him at the hotel. Yeah. And winning the, like, stuff, and you, like, see he's, like, a debonair, and then you see that he's, like, oh, now, oh, he's actually just starting off. Right, right. And then, and then it, like, goes into the whole story of, like, Mickelson and all that, but it just felt so jumbled. Yeah, it, it feels like if they had just decided to focus on Mickelson more from the beginning of the movie, I would have enjoyed it a lot more, because his yeah. character seemed pretty damn interesting compared to the cock and... The fucking the guy who was trying to bomb a plane. Yeah. This is kind of eh. <coughs> Though, yeah, I mean, those guys don't really have characters at all. I mean, they were just like they were just bad guys. They're just running away. <laughs> I just generic I, bad guy running. I did like that Bond planted the bomb on that guy. Yeah, that was before funny. he threw it, before he jumped out of the truck. Like, what was this? I also loved that they were uh, they were entrusting a uh, what what are those things called? <laughs> the little the little thingies carabiner he was trusting a carabiner to hold a, a tiny little bomb <laughs> that was supposed to explode an entire jet <laughs> and the bomb I mean I, it was probably it would have because of gasoline but like the fucking <laughs> thing was like maybe three inches big I don't know maybe it just looks smaller on camera but still it was funny to that they, that was like the driving. That was the big bomb they were all afraid of. It was this tiny little. I, I like that they they all tackle all the police tackled him and fucking cuffed him and shit like immediately instead of him just like <laughs> jumping out of the car and be like, "Here's my badge. <laughs> this is all sanctioned. All right, and just piecing out like he, yeah. he they were like, "Whoa, dude!" I, I didn't love. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed that too. They weren't they're just like he's a spy. But... Like, well, he's wearing a tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what spies wear. I uh, I have this note about the first conversation between Eva and Eva Green's character and James Bond. Uh, the conversation they have on the train. <clears throat> that feels like a, a conversation about smart people written by 
someone that's dumber than the people being betrayed. Yeah, my line for that was like, wow, these characters are so good at reading people. Yeah, that, that, that. Like, that's supposed to tell me a lot about them, other than they just make a lot of assumptions about people based off of yeah. their first meeting. They're both insufferable, I think. <laughs> I wouldn't want to hang out with either of these people in a I casual agree. setting. Not least of which, because I'd probably fucking get murked. Um, but yeah, they're, they're pretty they lame. cops at the end of the day. <sighs> and they, they are cops, so fuck them. Um, I enjoyed the scene where he helped her cope uh, after he murdered someone right in front of her. Okay. I... <laughs> I just thought it was really dumb that, like, she watched the guy die. Like, well, you could have left. You could have turned around. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you could have closed your fucking eyes. <laughs> Why'd you, you look him in the ass? eyes? Why'd you look him in the eyes as he got choked out? No, she, did watch, she did watch the life leave his body. <laughs> she liked it. Yeah. yeah. But no, her coping method was try to drink wine, break glass. I'm going to go sit in a cold shower. And his thing was, I'm gonna go give her a hug. I'm gonna give you a hug. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? So here. And he goes, are you cold? He goes, yeah. And rather than cuddle you in the shower, turn the water off. Rather than turn the water off, he turned on the hot water. Here, unzips. Oh no. (laughs) This is called a yellow. I just love the. Her trauma response is just weird, in my opinion. I'm going to sit in this cold-ass shower, fully clothed, <laughs> and just be like, hmm. But okay, if I was tra- traumatized, I'd be taking a I mean, like, hot, maybe if she accidentally, maybe back. if it was her and she accidentally killed the guy, or it's not like, like she, she was did forced it. It's like into, you the guy die. if she was forced into having to kill the guy because like, she was going to die you know otherwise. the agency you work for, you know what these <laughs> yeah, people are doing. You know what they do. And it's like, you were like, I'm going to go on this mission to make sure you I'm going to go on this mission with a 007 agent from MI6, and I hope I don't see someone die. Like, bro. She has such a weird-ass trauma response, and then his response to that is like, well, I'm going to try and suck on her fingers. (laughs) What the fuck, dude? He sucks on her fingers, and he goes, is that better? She goes, "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm. Like, bruh, what? You know, they kill those two guys who were threatening Mads, and they go back to playing fucking poker. And pretty boring you know high stakes obviously but like you know he's gonna win the poker game eventually because obviously if he loses it's all the jig is up right so he ends up winning the poker game by not I honestly, calling the bluff I, but just having the best possible hand in the game yeah. <laughs> like oh wow oh what a Again, coincidence blind luck um i really enjoyed actually when he lost the first time and he was like uh, and he like he was just froze at the table, like everybody got up and he was just, just sat, just oh my god, he he was just like I can't, I but I but <laughs> it was like in uh, it was like in an anime when they're fighting and uh like a guy dodges and he goes ah, you were like. <laughs> And then, like, he dodges the attack. He's like, huh, I'm too fast for him. And the other guy just, like, materializes behind yeah. him. Like, nothing personnel, kid. Uh. No need. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. No, it was, it was a bit like that. It was a bit like you know, that. I, I, I thought there was going to be more to it with, like, the CIA guy who showed up. Like, hey, brother. 
Uh, yeah, I love Jeffrey Wright. Awesome. I thought there was going to be more to him, but he kind of was just like, I'm going to get the guy. And then, like, I guess he died. Yeah, I love that they write, the, they write Jeffrey Wright to be saying brother a lot. He said brother a lot. Like, like, every single time he was on the The 12 camera. lines that guy had, he said brother in probably eight or nine of them. <laughs> he just kept calling him Listen, brother. brother. Hey, brother. The last game, thing we could care about is money, brother. It's like, uh, guys, why don't you try a little harder on that one? So, Bond wins. He's got all the money. Those chips, those, like, big fat chips. Yeah. Like, the million amounts, those looked cool. I did like those. Those Those were awesome. It was, like, a a really nice futuristic (laughs) Look how he poisons him mid-game. Oh, yeah. And then he just comes back like a fucking zombie. That was pretty badass. Just be like, I'm back. And just like, whoa. But I just thought you couldn't just go and, like, not play and not lose any money. I love how headquarters was like, all right, go get yourself to the hospital. And he's like, well, I got to go in this game of poker. <laughs> I know. Is this guy going to be terrorist? I was, actually, like, I was kind of surprised with it. I was like, wow, this government knows they've got a lot of money and, like, time invested, like, running on this. But they're like, you should go to a hospital. Though. Like, they care about their employees. That's good to see. You know, if the CIA agent got fucking poisoned, they'd just be like, well, uh, don't die. <laughs> Do better. Um, like, well, look, we can airlift you back here to the hospital, and it'll be about $5,000 for a defibrillator. <laughs> but they had it, they had it uh, neatly stacked in his, uh, his custom Aston Martin trademark. That cool-ass glove box. That was pretty it cool. It had all that cool stuff in it. And one of those I think that's an homage to the old... The old old one yeah, that was be. like the early the one that they that he won early. I wouldn't know yeah <laughs> so they they kidnap Eva I I, I want to say on one more thing about the poker games okay. his little uh, his little twitch with the with the poker chip was really cool mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was a nice touch in the score <laughs> to have it just like whenever it was in quiet moment I thought that was nice I thought it was kind of weird that there's no other, like, background or characterization of the other people playing poker. Yeah. Because, like, they got to be just as interesting or just as shady. Because, like, where are you just, like, like I'm going to throw $10 million in the pot on this and play. It's like, who the fuck are these people? Right. How do they get this money? Why do they have this money? Why are they playing, like, what do they gain from this? Yeah. Because we know what Bond has to gain. We know what Mads has to gain. These other people just, like, think they're going to win. I don't know. I would never. Like. Yeah, that that didn't make a lot of sense. Doesn't make any sense. I thought there'd be like some like kind of like, you know, drama. Like, oh, this guy like there's like no rules at the fucking hotel. So like, I thought that like the other players can try and kill each other or sabotage. I'm like, oh, only Bond got poisoned. Like, yeah. why not poison everybody else at the table who's just as big a threat? If they're gonna the make the movie like Casino Royale, yeah, I agree with you. If they're gonna make if they're gonna make the movie Casino Royale, uh, you know, like why not? Like, make intricate characters for all these casino players and, like, play yeah. that into it. Like, how, if, did you see the, the Marvel? Because, I mean, like, th- th- this movie is in the vein of, like, Marvel action movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this universe. The, it's like, um, did you see Werewolf by Night? Okay, so, like, in Werewolf by Night, basically, they just have all these, like, hunters and huntresses that, like, kill monsters. From all over the universe, just not universe, but like all over the the earth, just come and they are trying to kill um, 
uh, what is not, not the Swamp Thing? That's DC, but the Swamp Thing in in Marvel. <laughs> the Swamp Guy. <laughs> it's basically the Swamp Thing, but it's Marvel's version. I don't remember what his name is, but nevertheless. They're trying to kill him the whole time, but they they go in depth in the very beginning. Uh, not in depth too much, but like they give an, you an inkling of who all these people are, yeah, rather than Bond, where it's just like, oh yeah, here's this guy. He's from Japan. This guy's black, and like the black guy had no lines. Other than, like Jeffrey Wright did, the CIA agent, yeah, but, like but the the big, the big black guy, black. he literally put in a bet and put up how much he bet. He put in five million, and he just goes. He just put a he put a five up. I mean, maybe he's deaf, and they're just like maybe I'm misinterpreting like representation. At this point, it's probably worth pointing out this movie did not pass the Bechdel test. Yeah, I don't think two women talk to each other at all in the whole movie. I don't really see it as an expectation for this, you know. But no, but nevertheless, (laughs) it's still kind of like it failed pretty horribly. Yeah, yeah, it felt it, it was. It was a little unsettling. It was a little unsettling. I mean, it was like that Family Guy bit and Sean Connery James Bond like fifty no's and one yes means yes. Yeah, it did. It did kind of rain true for this. Yeah. Um, most of what you get in between the actual poker scenes is just Eva Green shitting on Bond and Bond yeah. being like negging her and <laughs> <laughs> coming on to her. It's yeah. like being an asshole. He's just a classic and a martini fucking shaking mustard or whatever the fuck stupid bullshit <laughs> I liked how he uh, I liked how he asked for a dry martini that one time and the guy asked him shaking mustard and he says I like I give a fuck <laughs> he was pissed he was pissed at that moment <laughs> that was pretty funny honestly um, but yeah you know I, I liked when they were um, when they kidnapped What's her face? They kidnap Eva Green's character. Just drop her in the road. Yeah, I I enjoyed that. I honestly thought that was intelligent, like an intelligent form of writing, of being like, "Well, we know this fucker's coming after us, like we just know." Right. And so they just put her in the road, and he like he dies. I'm surprised he didn't die. That roll cage in that Aston Martin is crazy. They're not, they're not known for. That's a nice ass roll cage in that Aston Martin. I guess it is a spy car, but yeah, I thought, I didn't think it was kind of weird that, like, he didn't seem like he was that far behind them in their car, no. so they'd have something to pull over real quick, throw her out on the road, yeah. and then, like, go hide. Yeah, they, you could see them, him catching up with them, and he was in an Aston Martin, uh, yeah, it's another just point of this movie where I'm just, like, logistically, I'm like, that doesn't make a ton of sense. <sighs> Just like guys, it was kind of a neat way to get Could him to we fuck at least over, try? <laughs> right. And so then we're getting closer and closer to the torture scene. And yeah. It's revealed that Mathis uh, basically sold them out. Yeah. And was like helping fucking uh, the chief the whole right. time. And it's like I wrote, never trust a non-Anglo in the Bond universe <laughs> because while he was a white man. He did have an accent that wasn't an expressly British, Scottish, or American <laughs> one, so he's got to be bad. Yeah. If you're Eastern, Southern European, Russian, if you're from Africa, Asia, Latin America, you're a bad guy in the Bond universe. I don't think there's been a good one. 
UK or America, you're good. Yeah. Cool guy. Ireland, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> definitely don't be Bulgarian. Yeah, definitely not. <clears throat> I liked when they tased him, and he was like, not even, he didn't even have time to react to it. <laughs> he was just like standing there, and he just walked up there, and he just like, pop, and like, ah! God damn it. But, you know, it was, I, I thought that was funny. <laughs> I, I just thought that was super rich, that like, they, had him just come in, or they go in there and they just like, <laughs> they, he's just not even reacting to them at all. He they, like they they are like, hey, we're here to take you away, and then he's just like, huh? And they just tase him, and he's like, ah! <laughs> and then they and then they take him away. Even that, I thought that was funny as hell, honestly. But yeah, and then and then we'll just get to the torture scene. I, I liked the cock and ball torture. It was actually probably the funniest part of the movie. I was like, they had to have taken some inspiration from Austin Powers here. And it, like, it oh so yes, the, the left. They're like, the right, the right. It was pretty funny. That I was, was pretty funny. Yeah, it's hard to watch. Like the first one, you're like, no, oh no. Yeah. It's like it took me a second to realize what was about like, to happen. Yeah, he's completely naked, and there's like a. And then I was like, why did he take chair. the part out of this chair? And then, yeah. And yeah. then it comes to you, and then yeah. you're like, ooh. That first one, I was like, <gasps> see, I actually was like, this scene is super familiar to me. There is <laughs> Wait, some, what? There is some <laughs> parody movie. I don't know if it's a scary movie, like Scary Movie 4, or like Disaster Movie, or one of the like Epic Movie, or something like that. But you know the shitty parody yeah. movies, like there's a bunch of them in like the late 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those <clears throat> directly copied that scene. Okay. Like, I forget what, but it was like that same context, but in that film, you got to see the balls oh. being hit. And they were just like bonking around. Yeah. Like, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all prosthetic nuts. Nice. It's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, during the cock and ball torture, I guess the guys who uh, work with Nicholson were like, sh you know, they just showed up right on time yeah. and fucking blast him away. And uh, we talked about this before we started recording, but like that was probably the most disappointing part of the movie. Was like, I kind of thought that Bond, like while in the most hopeless possible situation. Would just like either through luck or like his smarts like get out of his trap and then like quickly kill the bad guy or arrest him or what have you but he just kind of got bailed out i'm mean, again pure luck still but like he didn't even have to do anything he's got like bailed out completely he didn't even have to go save um <clears throat> vesper he just woke up in the hospital like cool yeah <laughs> that worked out huh <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really understand I just, that. I didn't like that. Like, yeah, okay, like, we already saw earlier in the movie that these people are willing to come and kill yeah. Mads, but, like, he was just about to get the money. Right. He was literally about to get it, and they are like, no, you're just yeah. gonna die. We don't want the fucking money. Because they, they didn't get, they didn't, like, take Bond and Vesper and be like, well, I guess what, the guys who took Vesper at the end of the movie, was those the same guys who showed up and saved them? Like... Why did you make it so long and convoluted? Just take this shit. Like, it was there yeah. with them. Just take it. 
It was... Like, I don't... That doesn't make any goddamn sense. It didn't make any sense. This movie had the longest fucking epilogue ever. It's like, yeah, they bang because... They introduced this guy with, like, eye patch glasses, and by the end of the movie, he's fucking dead. Like, you're meeting people that are supposed to be important, like, 30 minutes... With 30 minutes left in the movie, and then, like, they are expecting you to be, like, sad by this like romantic relationship that's brewed and it's like i hate this couple i don't like them <laughs> i don't and like, like either of these people yeah they're both bad people like, she did have a horrible death yeah drowning that was pretty seems fucking terrible. she did it to herself though so I she really did kind of that. choose to drown and i i i have all this over 120 million dollars that's not a. He did that um, like amount of damage when he was in Africa alone. You know what I mean? Like when he destroyed that whole. It's just construction. Not it was, worth it. Yeah, this but movie yeah, is. What just, I gathered was like so. I guess the guys and there's like, they didn't kill Bond and her because they're like you'll get the money. Right. And then she was like, okay, I'll do it. When they could have just taken it. <laughs> Or whatever, like because yeah, like if they if they <laughs> if they were so like did she like her and she was like so in love with her boyfriend that she would rather just die, like could they have not just taken the money like, and let them and, go and could they have not just like gone off the radar and just stolen them one hundred twenty million dollars? I thought that's what they were planning. That's what I thought they did. That's what I thought they were gonna do. And it, it didn't make any sense I, to me, I, if I'm being know. honest with you. But yeah, Bond's like, well, the, she's a stupid bitch. And the explanation at the end with Judy Dench and him, it just didn't make any sense either. She's like, oh, she was rejecting you, and da 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 da. It's like, why does she care? She it's hated like, him the whole time. James Bond is James Bond. I think he's perfectly capable of fighting. I mean, he went and killed those guys no problem by himself. I'm pretty sure if they had come for him first, he could have easily defended himself. Yeah, I think he would have been all right. She didn't really have to do all that. I mean, she watched him kill dudes. So it's not like she had any reason to believe that it would be bad if she didn't, you know, just run off with the money. <laughs> I have like, noticed like, that she, she would rather him, die than take responsibility for her If this whole action. arrangement was made while he was passed out in, like, in the hospital and stuff, or like before they took him back, she could have just told him as soon as they were together again, like, hey, here's this problem. We should probably go back to London or whatever and, yeah. like, be protected. Instead, she's just going to hide it from him and then go hand out the money and let her. Because, like, if she didn't drown in that elevator, <laughs> wouldn't she have just had to, like, live with those fucking terrorists or whatever? Like, where was she going to go? Yeah, <laughs> what was I the plan? No like, I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. But, Yeah. That's, uh, I think that's all we need to say. You might be able to tell, didn't really love this movie. Yeah, this one might, this one might, uh... I thought the action... Might overtake Airplane. I, I thought the action was gonna, you know, make up for all the, what I, I had already assumed would be shitty know. dialogue and stuff, but it didn't, really, because there not. wasn't a lot of action. Um, <sighs> we'll, so. uh, we'll talk about the, we'll talk about it in the themes a little bit. But we're going to take a quick break. Um, the list will be up when we get back. And we're going to rate this movie. We're going to throw it on the list. And we are going to get the fuck out of here with this movie. So um, stick around for that. Thank you. Fuck! Okay, guys. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's totally a bit. 
we planned that there's an invisible string that I've been pulling. It's totally not a, an unprofessional accident that's happened four times so far. Three. Well, yeah. Was it only three? three. It's okay. been three. Well, I'll pull the string one more time, probably before it's over. Oh, you better pull it. Sorry, I'm looking at memes. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm pulling the string on me, god damn it. Uh, I said the list was going to be up, and I'm like, God damn you lying. You fucking lied. And it is up. Just like you lied to the fans that David's going to be on this week. <laughs> David <laughs> lied to me. I can't even... I'm not getting paid for this shit, either. Like, you know, it'd be cool if we watched a good movie this time. Hey, this is your pick, man. I... Hey, don't blame anybody but you. I kind of felt pressured into it. I felt like Vesper... <laughs> <laughs> Felt like I had no other choice. You said action, and I was like, cool, we're gonna watch like a Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little bit more credit than that. You know what? Let's I was, watch and I was Tooth joking, Fairy. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna watch. Yeah, I've already seen Tooth Fairy, motherfucker. Have you seen the Larry the Cable Guy one? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's pretty fucking good. That's it, it's pretty. That sounds pretty fucking good. It's great. Have you ever seen. Are you talking about the one where he's, um, the, the health inspector? No, I'm talking about the um, one where, t- fucking, it's literally the Tooth Fairy movie, but fuck Larry the Cable Guy instead of Oh, um, so they're just pushing conservative values instead? I guess. I think I'd like that a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we're gonna rate the movie and put it on the list. Um, we were talking about it before we got up here. This movie kind of has two ratings for me. Uh, this movie has the rating, uh, if I push all of the thoughts out of my mind, like all of the thoughts of like, um, I don't know, like, uh, what is it, reality? Or, you know, any form of, uh, you know, if we intricate just... storytelling. If I look at this movie like a Marvel movie, this movie's probably like, Eight and a half for me. If I look at this movie, how I've looked through the uh, like uh, how I've looked at all of these movies through the scope, this movie's like a six. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not far off there. Just, um, that's and that's that's just what I'm giving it. Like and as, I'm, as, a, as a Bond movie, as like an action movie through the through six. the lens of a of a middle aged white guy in 2006, it's probably a nine. Um, <laughs> But through the lens of... Oh, my God. When that Chris Cornell song came on, you know they were just like, Oh, my God. Cornell and Bond. Cream in their jeans. Cream in their Wranglers. But I would have to give, as a a real-world rating, I'd give it about a six and a half. Cream in their leaves. And it's official. That's the best I can do. It's the lowest. I'm sorry, dog. Sorry, Daniel Craig. I'm sorry, dog. It, it's it's just not working out for us. Should have had more Judy Dench. I'm sorry, player. You're not going to Hollywood. That's just. I mean, that's abysmal. Twelve and a half. I mean, if you can't even beat uh, airplane. airplane, I mean, where are you at, dog? Where are you at? You guys kind of need to just reevaluate. And you know what? Normally, just reevaluate what's important. Normally, I'd have some caveats. Like, well, you know. It's just my rating of the movie. If you liked it a lot, that's cool. I wouldn't say that you're wrong. I I, mean, I think if you genuinely love this movie... Yeah, like love it. Don't 
we probably haven't talked, but also um, don't talk to me. Just gonna break the news to you. Zach did tell me he loved this movie earlier. And that's why he won't be back on the show. <laughs> Everybody's getting banned from the show. Hey, look. Trevor's, Trevor's buying a minority stake in the show. I'm like, fighting for my rights. I'll buy new mics. He's going to buy his standing mics. No one can use these super nice mics with the pop filters except for me and Hunter. So whenever anybody else is on the podcast, you got to use these. Sorry. <laughs> for mine, I'm going to have like the big arm with the... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to monopolize the, the yeah. equipment. That's how I'll get in. That's pretty Well, it's like Jeopardy. You gotta find a new host. It's like, I'm Ken Jennings. <laughs> Obviously the one that everybody wants. Yeah. <clears throat> Come at me, everybody else who's hosted. Damn. You won't say it to my fucking face. Damn. Hey, man. Just wanna shout out to the, to the loyal fans. I'm sure there's a ton of you. Literally dozens. Mom, my mom and dad. I'm sure there's dozens of people who have made it this far in the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for making my most recent episode. I wonder how many people who watch the podcast actually know that there's a list at the end. I mean, I just wonder, like, because I don't even think I know, like, the, the most recent one that I was on, well, the most recent one uh, for Psycho, they got, they just hit 90 views, baby. And uh, I don't think I could even name, like, 90 people that yeah. I know. So, like, I don't know, if you're watching this, and it's like, oh, this Trevor, I'm sorry, but I probably don't remember you. <laughs> I mean... Uh, none of my family watches this. And we got a nice compliment My girlfriend someone, doesn't watch uh, <laughs> We got a nice compliment from someone on our uh, Apocalypse Now video that I had no idea who they were. Um, and they, like, referenced having seen Apocalypse Now in theaters in 1979. And I was oh, like, shit, man. Whoever Christ. you are, I hope you're still watching. Yeah, Sam, you're, um... I really appreciate the people who take the time to listen or watch. Yeah. Um, and that tells me, like, I was... I mean, I don't know, I guess. Cause like, I think about... I don't know what the theater rules were, but, I mean, if they were anything like ours, if you're 18 and had been to watch Apocalypse Now, it means this guy was, like, at least born in 1961. You know, so it's really interesting to me that our podcast has reached someone in that age demographic. But I'm, I'm more interested in reaching that audience than, I guess, the TikTok kids. I yeah, because don't, I don't they, they, they don't know what real entertainment is I feel is like, like most podcasts and YouTube shows skew towards younger people. Yeah. And we're skewing in like a totally opposite direction just because I, we've barely watched any movies that came out after 2000. Yeah, I mean, we've already hit seven decades. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty freaking cool. I mean, I did offer someone recently to watch Rebel with a Cause from 1955, so we almost mm -hmm. hit eight. Um, I don't know that we'll ever watch like a 20 or 20s or 30s or 40s movie. Yeah. Maybe I, a 40s movie. I don't, maybe. I don't it, it's just that we'll, those movies will never get their I have their seen full, a movie from the, the 50s. The full credit they're due from us just because of like. The context is so different for us as yeah. 20 something. I mean, it, it kind of goes back to like Psycho, or it's kind of like. Um, a lot of the notes that probably would have hit with uh, an older audience just didn't really hit. We have seen a movie from the 50s, 12 Angry Men. I like 12 uh, Angry Men, I will 1957. say. That was a very good film. I liked that movie. But I feel like that was a very straightforward movie, and it works in like the non realism. Uh, you know, yeah, no, I mean, realm. 
Like, I don't think I'd go back and be like, oh, let's watch Nosferatu. <laughs> the original, no, it's so, it's perfect. <laughs> but, like, look, dude, unless he's in Spongebob, I don't give a damn about Nosferatu. Nosferatu! I love that. But yeah, I think that's I think that's it. Yeah, we did I, we did this movie way too much justice. Um, yeah, we talked way more about it than it really needed to be talked about. We talked about it way more than we talked about. I'm not, I'm not gonna say don't watch it, but like, here's several. If you if you like action movies and you're able to turn your brain off from like logic and realism it's not, this is perfect it's like not, if, yeah, you're, it, if you're a john good, wick super fan i don't know this is the movie for you because there's not a lot of killing yeah. but i would say if you just want a, a better mindless action if you movie, like spy movies yeah if, i mean if you obviously like to, i mean it's james bond if you like to put yourself into the shoes of the main character and you want to feel like a badass and you don't care about others feelings especially women you don't like james bond but if you just want to watch a cool action movie with like a cool guy, uh, the Transporter series, yeah, uh, Jason Bourne, even John that Wick. new movie that John Wick's the director of John Wick just came out with the train uh, was a movie where they're on the train in Japan. Bullet train. Bullet train. Yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah, uh, there, there's Pitt. there's yeah. better action movies. I don't really yeah. know if I would even sort of nobody nobody Bob Odenkirk. I don't know if I would just call this a straight-up action movie, even. It's just kind of like a, a spy thriller yeah. sort of deal. Which, I mean, you know, again, James Bond, so... Yeah, you know. Not much to really... Yeah, fuck that movie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it is the lowest-rated movie now on F&F, so... Making uh, strides here. Yeah. Really, we're burying the James Bond series. But... Uh, this has been Finding New Films. This week we found Casino Royale quite hastily. And uh, next week, barring David's health, uh, it's supposed to be La Haine, uh, the French crime drama, which I've already seen and can say is very good. And I'm interested to talk about it because there's some cool parts of the movie and some cool themes. I really enjoyed the movie, honestly. If I have to come back again, though, we're watching Cars 2. <laughs> I've seen Cars 2. Cars 3? Yes. Planes? No. Planes. We're watching Planes. planes. We're watching Planes. <laughs> Pixar's Planes. That would be hilarious. I would love that. No, <laughs> next time, we have to watch the next 007 movie. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Every time we come on for an emergency podcast, we have to watch 007. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill David if he doesn't show up. You'd be killing more people than James Bond. That's um, goddamn right. <clears throat> yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, I already said the finding new films thing. Yeah. So, so I'm good. We're signing off. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for watching. Thank you to the Incredible Hulk. Thank you to Spider Man. Thank you to Trevor for coming out here on last second notice. And thanks to me, because I did all... No, I'm joking. I, uh... <laughs> I, you mean you could have set up faster. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.